Have you ever noticed how we're different and the same and the same and we're different and we're different and the same? All kinds of people, all kinds of people, all kinds of people in the world. Now, on the Talk of Muncie WMUN, All Kinds of People, hosted by Dr. Joe Mashevitz. Getting to know the people of Muncie and Delaware County, Indiana, in a way you've never heard before. It's another way we're using our voice to build our community from Woof Boom Radio and 92.5 FM, 1340 AM, WMUN. Here's your host, Dr. Joe. Good, good morning, everybody. And welcome to all kinds of people on WMUN, the talk of Muncie. And I'm with Dr. Max Rudisell today. Dr. Rudisell is Chief Medical Officer of Open Door Health, along with maintaining residency at Ball Memorial Hospital for 50-plus years. And, Doc, thanks for coming all the way down to Wufu to be with us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. I, I really want to go back, if you don't mind, uh, born in Huntington, Indiana. Yes. But you've been a Muncie resident since 1948. Correct. So um, maybe let's go back to the high school days or even births. And what kind of activities did you find yourself involved in? Well, births was a 12-year or 12-year school, so I was there from first grade. Uh, we moved there on that side of town and was there from first grade through 12th. Okay. And uh, I, in high school, I participated mostly in sports. Basketball, baseball, and tennis. And one humiliating year in track. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so track wasn't exactly the favorites. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are some of your memories from the days of baseball, basketball, Dad was a coach, My right? dad was the coach. Of the my, basketball team. My wife was a cheerleader, and I was a player, so that's that old Indiana Hoosier okay. sentimental story. Yeah. Uh, the, the biggest memory from uh, high school basketball was when we beat Roarton, now Delta, in the sectional when they were undefeated that year. And we beat Whoa. Them. We beat them, and uh, then that night we got slaughtered by Central because back then you played on Saturday, which they do occasionally here now, played two games in one day. Okay, so. okay. So maybe a little worn out after taking on so. Delta yeah, down the so. line? Yeah. Was there a favorite sport between those three for you? Well, I think I enjoyed basketball a lot more. We won more baseball games. We only had uh, uh, nine and nine was our best year in uh, basketball, but uh, we had uh, some good players. Just one year we just didn't gel right. So. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned, as we were chatting before, about a little televised baseball going on behind the Wolf Boom Studios, and I've never heard that story. Yeah. When, uh, I wonder if you can share a little bit of that. Well, back in the mid-50s when I played Little League ball, uh, we would play at different parks in here, and then there was also TV Field or TV Diamond, and we would come... Uh, I know at least twice I can recall being uh, uh, playing right out here, just north of the so the uh, <clears throat> north of the station, and uh, uh, I remember being televised, and 
Channel 49. Channel 49, back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. I just never heard that story, and I think it's incredible to think about televising a baseball game that far back. Um, off to Wabash College. Right. Did that trigger an interest in medicine? My uncle Max, for whom I was named, was a pathologist in Kokomo, and I had always wanted to either be a doctor or a teacher like my parents, and so that had always been my interest, so I went into the pre-med, took all the pre-med requirements so I could go to medical school, and Okay. so that was always been my goal. And then let's march on to Indiana University. Right. It was in... Uh, one of the first years that it was in uh, uh, Indianapolis. It started <clears throat> being in Indianapolis, not not oh, in Bloomington. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and once in, you were clearly sold on this as a profession? Oh, sure, yes. Yeah. With any kind of specialty? Uh, I always wanted to be a family physician. I'm family physician trained, even though I have gone into the baby delivering business that that's part of family practice is delivering babies yeah yeah okay um what are some of the changes that you can think of related to the medical field given some of the technology that's in play now given some of the maybe new approaches because given your history of being in this field for so long I've got to believe you've had to make some adjustments and adapt to things, which could be a challenge, I would think, right. sometimes. Right. There's been a... I worked in the emergency room for many years also, in okay. addition to my family practice and OB duties. And I'd, I feel like one of the biggest changes has been in uh, the respiratory area. When people come into the emergency room, they have a lot of trouble breathing. There's a lot of different ways now. Instead of having a tube put down your throat and breathing for you, that we can do things without doing that, and the patients do a lot better. Hmm. In the OB area, there's been monitoring for the last many, many years, where it used to be you'd just be listening to the baby's heartbeat, and now you have them on monitors. And, and of course, the many different antibiotics, the many different medicines now to treat blood pressure and diabetes. It's an ever-changing field. And in fact, I've not, since 2017, I've not been doing anything except the obstetrical part. And so I've, in just six short years, I've, without being familiar with all those new things, I don't want to take care of a diabetic anymore. <laughs> it gets to be a little challenging, I've got to believe, as this new stuff comes about. It, it and, sure does. Um, do you have a, a sense that um, the, the new developments are a complete improvement in terms of the medical field? Well, I feel most of them are. Yes, I don't know of any that I'd say would not be an improvement, but uh, I, th- I think they are. I, I do think things are better. We can treat people better. Um, the most important thing, obviously, is keeping their quality of life, and sometimes maybe that isn't better. Yeah, I try. I mean, I, I guess I try to put myself in a place of working in an emergency room, and I guess 
my head says there's got to be a lot of stress. Oh, yes. As people come into there, maybe with their life clearly on the line, <laughs> and individuals like yourself and other staff members have to gather around and make it all hopefully work. Yes, and you have to make tough decisions, too. Yeah. The most stress for people anymore, though, is the waiting in the emergency room to get into the emergency room. <laughs> that can be very challenging, right? Especially, yes. especially whatever the ailment is at the time. That's but, right. Yeah, to get back in. We've been talking with Dr. Max Rudisell, everybody, the chief medical officer of Open Door. Um, and when we come back after this break, Maybe a little time talking about the delivery of babies, which Dr. Rudisell has been doing for many, many years, along with a little chat about his family and the time with his wife and his sons and grandchildren and great-grandchild. Um, anyway, stay tuned to all kinds of people on WMUN, Muncie, Indiana. This is WMUN's All Kinds of People with Dr. Joe. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Dr. Joe here at All Kinds of People. And I'm with Dr. Max Rudisell, the Chief Medical Officer for Open Door, but also um, very active at Ball Memorial Hospital, both in the ER room and the delivering of babies. And, Doc, I, w I wonder if you'd be willing to kind of sit back and reflect a little bit You've been in Muncie since 1948. What do you think some of the things that have changed in Muncie and the impact some of those changes have had as you've watched it develop over all these years? Well, the biggest thing I think in Muncie is that we've lost so much of our manufacturing, and so we've lost a lot of the middle-class people. Uh, to me, that's the major change. I mean, we lost Mar Hofer, Indiana Steel & Wire, Delco, Warner Gear, Westinghouse, all those Chevrolet big companies no longer are here, and I think that's made a big difference. In, and it seems like all those, uh, some of those people had real tall uh, children, and so we don't have as tall a basketball player as we used to. <laughs> so the corporate people had tall kids. That's right. <laughs> that helped the old basketball team. Yeah. What are some of your memories about being both involved in tennis, basketball, and baseball, and 
having dad as a coach, at least for one of those things, was this something where you had to be out in the backyard all the time? Well, I, hoops I was, you? and I, I, my, I also had a goal down in our basement, and I remember playing oh, all really? the time as a kid down in our basement. I mean, it was not, you know, it was probably only six feet no, high. No, 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 I know, but. But it was, uh, I remember that so often, playing downstairs. Shooting those hoops. Yeah. We played all the time, and my summers were basketball in the morning, tennis in the afternoon, and baseball in the evening. It was just all active all the time, doing something. Yeah, and um, mom was a teacher. Mom taught third grade at Claypool. She was in the first, uh, when Claypool was built, she was in the first uh, group of teachers. Okay, and you did not have her as a teacher? No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Just double checking on that one. Thank you. She sometimes had to talk to my teachers. <laughs> <laughs> to get you ready for medical school. Yes. Yeah, that yes. was important. <laughs> um, what do you think, ultimately, coming out of Wabash and going to IU, what really triggered your interest in this whole medical field? Because it's obviously a challenging field. Yeah. Well, I'd always been interested, and Wabash was also had a tremendous reputation for preparing people for, for medical pre-med. school. And uh, and I think it was, uh, it was easy, not, no, I won't say easy, but if you went to Wabash and got decent grades, you could get into medical school, or maybe at a different school you had to have even a higher grade point average to get in, but the reputation of Wabash was so great. Okay, and um, as I think about delivering babies, it's not like they come on a normal schedule. No. So I'm trying to get a handle on you being at open door, taking care of the needs there as you do, and potentially getting calls all the time saying, hey, Mm -hmm. she's ready, can you get to the hospital and make the delivery? And where does that allow time for you and Barbara to have time without you getting phone calls delivering babies. Well, it's much nicer now since 2015. Dr. Ely has been working with me, but until 2015, uh, I had uh, I was by myself. So every moment I was here in Muncie, I was on call, and uh, my I had a great ability to fall asleep very quickly, and to feel much better after a half an hour, an hour nap. So. Those, uh, if I hadn't had that quality, I would have had trouble. Little nap time. Yeah, but I've also the family practice uh, uh, residency has been a great help, because uh, they will see the patients along with me, and so sometimes they're giving me reports, and I don't necessarily have to be there at, at times. And and let me mention Dr. Barami and Dr. Huff and Dr. Grant also. Are okay, please do. Of great, great help to me, too, after Dr. Ely came. They came a few years later. Okay. So there's a team. Yes. They can kind of cover the landscape right. if needed. There are four of us now. So. Okay, which gives you a little bit of a break. Right. Uh, at least at times. One night a week instead of five, five nights. <laughs> oh, man, I just don't have quite a concept of dealing with all that but um wife and you have been together for quite some time yes we started going together at the end of freshman year in high school and uh got married my junior year in college and so that's what 58 years 58 now, I guess. years 
so and uh what one thing that's helped our marriage i think is she's been a had a great interest in horses really? we have had some horses and she's been has shown nationally and won some things and has been on some national committees so she's had a lot of interests of her own too that uh so you have horses here in muncie yes we we don't have what we used to have but we have some old ones and some yeah, miniatures yeah. that are getting close to fading out. So, <laughs> any racing? No, we did not do any racing. Okay, just show, show, horses. show horses. The Morgan yeah. Morgan horse. Well, that's cool. Okay, mm-hmm. and then two sons. Right, my first son Scott. He uh, lives in Westfield and uh, actually sells those walk-in tubs. Okay, and then my second son Rob is a pediatrician in Fishers. Ah. Has a nice practice. Yeah, and they both have children, so you've got some grandchildren. Right, three grandchildren, two boys and a girl, and then the oldest and the two. My son Rob graduated from Wabash, and his two sons graduated from Wabash. And the Keeping old, it in the family. Thank right, you. and the older son of his has had a uh, baby a year ago. So, so we have a great-grandson. So we have a great-grandson who's... Uh, penciled in as a Wabash class of 45. <laughs> We're getting prepared to take another one to Wabash. <laughs> the Rudicell name's going to yep. live forever at Wabash. Yep. That's cool. Yep. <laughs> um, when you do get time away on this potentially one day a week, or is there time to get together with family? Are there? Oh, yes. We, we travel down to Indianapolis quite a bit because they both live within an hour from us. So. Okay. And still participate, maybe shooting some hoops with the kids and stuff? Well, uh, th- those days are long gone. I, mean, <laughs> I do wish, though, the three-pointer was in when I was in school. But, uh, yeah, no three-pointer back yeah. then. Um, but um, what, do you, what do you think in terms of um, the future of the medical field and technology being developed as it is? What might be some of the impact in terms of med school and people coming out of med school and how they're going to fit into the whole system? And Well, there, there are a lot of different things going on right now, and I, it's hard for me to say. It just seems like they need to uh, – there are so many different things they have to learn. I don't know if they're going to make people more specialized sooner in med school, but with a lot of uh, issues now that you see that – well, we weren't trained in that. We don't know how to do that. We don't know how to do that. So whether I'm not sure really how, how it's going to go, but uh, it, it's going to be hard, I think, for the family practitioner to be as knowledgeable as they are now in the future, I think. I think it's interesting you mentioned that if if they're forced to take other classes in some of the newer developments, but they really have to know the basics still. Right. How do you start separating those people out into specialists? Yeah. And can they do it all like so many doctors mm-hmm. like yourself have had to do for everybody? Right. right. Or are they going to have to just specialize? In, yeah, I, I don't know if it'll have to be an earlier specialization or what. But. Yeah, creating all sorts of different levels of expertise and not being able to go to a family practitioner mm-hmm. to get all the care that you really want right. to get. Right, right. I just... I just, I'm kind of fascinated by the potential impact of that. Um, and so, um, your thoughts on Muncie as we wrap up? 
Well, I've been here a long time, so I, I remember I, you said you saw Truman wave from the train. Right. I, I don't know if it was in 48 or 52. I can't remember which year it was, but and the main reason I remembered is we got stuck on the train tracks driving home. <laughs> <laughs> so you but, got to see him. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> uh, but I I've enjoyed my time in Muncie. I think Ball State adds an awful lot to the community. Well, I appreciate you coming down and talking. It's Dr. Max Rudisell, everybody, the Chief Medical Officer of Open Door, who spends considerable time delivering babies and uh, taking care of family health care needs. Thanks again, Doc, for joining us, and have a good rest of your week. Oh, thank you. And stay tuned next week, everybody, for all kinds of people on WMUN, the talk of Muncie. It's Dr. Joe saying have a good week.